Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We've got good news. The world is open again, and people like you, people of faith, are traveling to Catholic sites around the world. Want to travel with exceptional Catholic leaders this fall, next year, or in the future? Are you looking to see specific sites, celebrate traditional Latin Mass, or travel to destinations without vaccine requirements? We are here to help you deepen your faith on pilgrimage. Give us a call at 1-800-842-4842 or visit us online at selectinternationaltours.com. Select International Tours is your pilgrimage company, and we have the perfect Catholic trip for you. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. Welcome to Simply Holy, the podcast for people who want to live a joyful life in Christ. I'm Marge Steinhag fenlin and today I have a question for you. Here's my question. Is God an afterthought? In your life, is God an afterthought for you? Think about that for a minute. Is God an afterthought? Here's what I mean by that. I'll give you, I'll start out with an example from my own life, which is, which is, Actually, what is, is going on right now, but, but I think it's a really good example, which is what got me to thinking about what I should talk about in this week's podcast. So we have had one of those crazy string of events where one thing after another is going wrong. One thing after another is breaking or falling through. So, so I can give you, I can give you a couple of the smaller examples. Uh, actually, <laughs> one's a bigger example. But we, uh, it, when we went to mass yesterday, when we were getting ready for now, I'm recording on a on a Monday. So yesterday being Sunday, we were getting ready for Sunday mass, and it's pretty cold here in my neck of the woods. So my husband, so graciously, my my hero husband, went out and to start the car to begin warming it up before we went out and got in to drive to Mass. Well, when he went out, it didn't start. And he thought, well, you know, it's pretty cold. Could be just a little glitch. And and so he tried, tried again. Finally, on the third time, it started. And it ran. And it sounded, you know, it was running. It sounded like it was running fine. So off we went to Mass loved the Mass, spent some time there. And when we came out, we discovered that, guess what? (laughs) The car was dead. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was not going to start no matter what we did. Absolutely not. Not any possible way was that car going to start. So you can imagine we were, oh, I don't know, (laughs) somewhat unhappy, worried, and perplexed what to do. Now, thanks be to God, we do have a towing service. 
a repair service, and and I'm so grateful for that. And so, of course, first thing we we contact the repair service, the towing service, explain what's going on. They send a tech out, and he got there pretty well, pretty quickly. It was it was within half an hour. But since we have since we have twenty four seven Eucharistic adoration at our parish, it was it was a little bit of a delight that we could just quickly go in and spend a little, at least a little time before our Lord in his body, blood, soul, and divinity there in Eucharistic adoration as we were waiting for the auto tech to, to arrive. Well, he comes and he takes a look at it. It doesn't start for him. And he tries to figure out, well, what it might be. So basically he says, I am not sure. It could be that the starter just completely blew that tends to happen in very cold weather. Or it could be the car's security system, and, and it might need to be reset or even replaced. That, that could be a big ticket item at a, at a, a dealer. And, and, of course, <laughs> yeah, that just wasn't the best news. He, and he felt kind of bad telling us that as well. We are thinking... Well, we were worried enough to begin with, to, wondering, you know, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, we're hearing from people that it's getting more and more difficult to find car parts and for, you know, repairing cars. And so we're thinking, oh no, oh no, you know, where would we come up with a starter? And and then, of course, when he says it could be the security system, then it's like, oh no, now, you know, now what do we do? None of the dealers are open, so where on earth do we tow this car? And the, there's a whole different string of questions and worries that sprang up for us, as you, as you can well imagine. Well, we ended up deciding to have it towed to our regular repair shop, which is not a dealership. It's just a great repair shop. Now, why am I telling you this whole string of happenings with the car? Okay, I'm going to be getting back to my, my question to you, is, is God an afterthought? You probably can guess by now where I might be going with this. So then today, so today, Monday, we figure out a way to get my husband to work. Thanks be to God, we have a wonderful, wonderful son who lives in the area, or at least close enough that he could get dad a, a lift to work. And uh, well, we'll just have to figure out the rest of the week step by step. But in any case, so so that was that was problem number one, and getting him to work. Well, as we're as we're you know I'm saying goodbye to him. He's off to work, and then finally I've got a minute to run up, you know, run and and get my shower and get myself ready for the day. Well, well, there I am um, in you know before the mirror pick up the hair dryer, and the hair dryer doesn't work. It is dead, <laughs> just like our car was. So no hair dryer. Now, I know in the broad scope of things, that is not the end of the world, but it was one more thing and one more inconvenience. And also, quite frankly, my hair looks awful when it air dries, so I wasn't real excited about that. Well, I thought, okay, up. Uh, no problem, no problem. I got this. 
I'll just run down to the basement where we store our luggage and grab out my travel hair dryer, which I keep in with my luggage so it's always there and ready to go. And so run down, grab the travel hair dryer, put the luggage back together and back in its storage place. Then run upstairs. Oh, this is great. I can do this. This is fine. All will be well. Plug in the hair dryer, the travel hair dryer, mind you, and it starts making this ridiculous noise. And the noise starts getting louder and louder. Suddenly, the thing starts buzzing and vibrating in my hand and making a, a very, I mean, a, a noise I can't even describe. I am certainly not going to try to imitate for you, but it, it, was, it was just, you know, it wasn't a good noise. And, and then all of a sudden, this burning smell. So, so I turn the thing off quick. And I thought, well, maybe it just got overheated. And I look and I try to see if there's any lint or whatever. And, and then turn it back on. And now it's, guess what? It's dead. So, so here we are. We have a car and two hair dryers. <laughs> dead. Just died. For, for no apparent reason and with no warning. Okay, and, and I'm not saying this for sympathy. I'm saying this to get back to my original point, which is, is God an afterthought? Now, I am asking myself that question today about my life. Is God an afterthought? Was God an afterthought when the car refused to start the first time back at home? And, you know, we thought, okay, you know, there was, we did utter a plea, okay, oh Lord, you know, please, you know, don't let that happen again. And it, yeah, it was, but it was, again, it was kind of an afterthought. It was kind of an afterthought. And I am, I feel so terrible. I, I, I'm, I feel guilty saying that we didn't think to offer a very sincere prayer of gratitude to God for starting it finally so that we could get to Holy Mass. I mean, oh yeah, thank God, you know, but again, no, you, you listen to the, the tone of voice. It's kind of an afterthought. Oh yeah, thank God. Thank God. Let's go off to Mass. When it didn't start at Mass, it was the same kind of thing for us. It was, you know, it was, oh, oh, God, please, you know, hey, you know, we got to get home. Okay, all right, God, so so please, you know, could you help us out with this? And and again, it wasn't it wasn't a solemn, reverent prayer. It was just a kind of one of those afterthought prayers. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we we probably should ask God to help us out with this. And it was it was only when I went into only when I went into Eucharistic adoration and, and I knelt there looking at the monstrance with our Lord before me that I, I realized, and I know it was our Lord Jesus speaking to my heart, uh, I realized, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. This is all happening for a reason. This is happening for a reason. And usually when our Lord sends cross and suffering or major obstacles, whatever the case may be, it's, it's because what he wants 
What he really wants is, is us to draw closer to him. That's what it's all about. He's, he, he allows suffering. He allows things to go wrong so that we can wake up, slow down, stop, probably is, is the best thing to do, just pause and realize, wow, we really need him. We need him all the time, not just when things don't work out. And he uses those moments to say, hey, hey, remember me? Come on, come closer. I have this, this loving, sacred heart that I want to open to you. It's already open to you. Come and accept that. Come and accept my love and mercy. You know, it's his way of drawing us closer. And it was only at that moment in, in adoration that I thought, oh, wow, you know, duh, Marge. You're, you're, missing, you're missing a golden opportunity, and the golden opportunity is that, that there's something in this for both you and your husband, silly woman. And what you need to be doing is offering praise, first of all, to God for being God and for his greatness and wisdom, and then second of all, gratitude. That's right, gratitude. And so I really did do that. You know, our Lord, you are the Almighty. You know all things. You absolutely know what's best for us. And you are allowing this not to irritate us or cause us undue worry, but but to get us to reach out to you and draw close to you and understand that we are so weak that we can't do anything without you. Anything. No more afterthought. No more after, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I suppose we should pray. Oh, yeah, well, things not going out. Yeah, okay, yeah, oh, hey, God, you know, maybe you want to help me with this? Yeah, that's not that's not the way to go about it. Okay, let's just keep moving on. So this morning, you would think, you would think that after the, the amazing gift of getting a ride for my husband to work, then then we would, we would have, and I don't know whether my husband, I haven't talked to him or not, prayed this or not, but you would have thought that I would have immediately offered praise and gratitude to God. Did I? No, again. Oh, thank God. Thanks, Lord. Thank you so much for, for getting him to work. Now, it was gratitude, but it should have been more profound. So when the first hairdryer didn't work. It was like, oh, for Pete's sake, what am I going to do about this? How do I fix this? How do I get around this? Notice that I didn't say anything about God at that moment, nor did I think, quite honestly, nor did I think about God at that moment. Oh, shame on me. Well, what did I do? I'm going to fix it by going and getting the, the travel hairdryer from the luggage. I am going to do that. I'm so great. I figured it out, right? So that one comes up and that one doesn't work. Do you think, do you think by then I would have realized, hey, this is our Lord trying to talk to me? No, I pouted and let myself get fairly irritated. And then... This is not the end of it. I realized that for my in my my husband's uh, art studio, 
he keeps a small hair dryer to dry the paint while he's working on it and so, some of the fixatives and things. So, oh, I can, I'll just go, I, see, here, you hear that word, I, I'll just go grab that hair dryer. And it did work. I made it, it worked. It wasn't awesome, <laughs> but, but it was adequate. And, and, you know, and then I, I finished up. I was like, ah, got it, got it. Who got it? I got it, is what I was thinking to myself. There I went again. God is an afterthought. So I'm asking you, my friend, is God an afterthought in your life? He was in my life in uh, three different occasions, four different occasions. And and I that's no <laughs> that's just no good. <laughs> that's not the way to do it. That's just not the way to do it. So here's what I'm proposing to you, and and here's what I am resolved for myself to do. So first of all, I really encourage you. In fact, I'm asking you, I'm asking you, my friend, just please really, truly spend some time. I hope you could do this every day or on a single day for a good long time, you know, 30 to 60 minutes. But, or over the course of a few days, you know, give yourself 15 minutes a day. But, but ask yourself, is God an afterthought in my life? And think of situations which, like mine, you realized, oh, man, yeah, he was. He was an afterthought right there. And, and be realistic with yourself. Yeah, when, when is easy always an afterthought? And when something great happens, oh, I'm so lucky, or wow, that's so cool that that worked out, or you know, because I did this, that happened. No, 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 no. It's because God did something for you. God was an afterthought again. So whether it, whether it's the good or the bad, is God an afterthought for me? You need to ask yourself, please, that question. And then once you come up with your answers, and I'm going to guess that you will say yes, at least for part of the time in your life, and maybe a lot of the time, then, then resolve to do this. And this is my resolution, and I have been actively, now obviously I've not been at this very long. I'll check in with you again next week during my podcast, but resolve to every single day, every single time something happens. Every single time, it's especially when it's something not so cool, something breaks down, something doesn't go your way, you're sent cross and suffering, you face a hardship, whatever it is, first thing out of your mouth, praise God for this. I mean it. Say that. Praise God for this. Thank you, Lord, for sending me this. And then the second part of that, or maybe the second thing to say, is, is praise God Thank you, Lord, for using this to draw me closer to you and help me, please, to continue to draw closer to you. I really, really want you to do that. In this short time that I've been practicing this, it has, I feel already the change in me. And I know it's only been a couple of days, but I really do feel the change going on inside me. It's a whole different way of thinking. 
God is almighty. He knows everything. He knows exactly what you need, even if it feels brutal at the moment. He knows exactly what you need, and he is giving you or not giving you, as the case may be, exactly what you need because it will lead you to him. It will help you to get to heaven. And that's the most important thing. Not whether or not a car starts, not whether or not a hairdryer works or whatever it is, or even in your deepest, most awful, awful suffering. It's God's way of saying, I love you, and I want you with me in eternity forever, and and this is the very best way for you to get there. Trust me, my friend, it's for real, and it works. And I cannot wait. I'm so excited for you. I can't wait to hear back from you your experiences. So already, my friend, time to end my podcast. So please do me a favor. Please, please, please like this episode. Please subscribe to my podcast. Please also check out marchfenelin.com. Sign up for my free ebook, Nine Prayers I See Say Every Single Day. You will love it. You will love it. It will enrich your spiritual life. Trust me, margefenelin.com. And I can't wait to talk to you next week. Until then, remember, please, that the only thing keeping you from growing in holiness is the obstacle you make for not pursuing it. God bless you, and may our Mother Mary protect and guide you always.